When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, you, really you got to start at the top. To grow up first? You're scrolling too fast. Well, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I got to go away from them and get fat. Well, apparently the first one's a child. Well, you know, this is the weirdest <laughs> thing, weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. When you type in boots and all, uh, weirdest I, foods, it shows at least the child's uh, free range, right? Popular in Malta. They've heard of bird nest soup. Uh, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's pronounced bird nest soup. Okay, that's how it's bird nest soup. And this okay, is what it is. Man. Okay, thank you. Uh, caviar of out of saliva, dude. Yeah, yeah, That's it's made out of like their spit that like coagulates. I'll pass. I bet it's tender. Like, I bet it just like melts in your fucking mouth. Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, we got fried tarantulas. I've That's heard coming. tarantulas taste like crab. And welcome to Talk at the Tavern, your weekly dose of unwinding, laughing, and just having a general good time amongst friends. Yes, that's right, friends. That's what is made at the tavern each and every week. And I love it, and I can't I can't say any more nice things about the tavern. Oh, wait, I, I guess I could. Um, the full episode, um, the extra hour, almost two hours, is on patreon.com forward slash Podcast. For just $5 a month. Wow. Along with all full episodes of every show I do and video. I know I've been slacking on the video. It's been a weird kind of last couple weeks. I will catch up and uh, I won't let you Patreons down. Thank you all for the support. Please do not forget to go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet, yeah, your pet CBD needs. I give them to my dog. Um, you think I would get a little bit more professional? Uh trying to do these ad reads uh i do them off the top of my head folks so bear with me uh again it's purepetwellness.com go there for all your pet cbd needs um i give them to my pets i have three dogs i have a rottweiler french mastiff mix a tree walker coon hound and a pity mix and we all know the pity mix has a neurological disorder so it helps her calm down she isn't as dizzy and and, and what have you um and the big dog uh, the French Mastiff Rottweiler, he gets anxiety uh, easy. So I don't know. Uh, this this summer, uh, when we do plan on traveling some places, I do plan on giving it to my Tree Walker Coonhound because he gets car sick. Even if we give him Dramamine, he just sits there and he, he won't swallow. He It's like a fountain just turns on and he just sits there and drools and drools and drools and sometimes he'll puke. And it, it, it's crazy. So I can't wait to try it out on that. Other than that, like, subscribe, share, five-star ratings and reviews everywhere you can. Um, there are going to be some changes coming up soon. I switch platforms, so the ads will be a little bit different. That's where Patreon comes in. If you want ad-free full episodes, go over there. Um, I got to make a little money here, guys. Uh, I, I re finally replaced the, the laptop, but I need to replace some other equipment. And, you know, eventually I'd like to do this full time. So, hey, help me grow and uh, I'll keep putting out great content. Other than that, enjoy this Friday episode of Talk at the Tavern. 
can't wait to see well i won't see any of you other than maybe one person out there that that does listen um that that's uh yeah so uh i can't wait to hear from you guys keep keep the articles coming for cunt and everything else and with that said have a great effing weekend All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Talk at the Tavern. Yes, let's see who's uh, at the door waiting to come in. Uh, We'll let them in and uh, see what kind of trouble and mischief we get into tonight. I think it's going to be a fun one. We've got Drew all the way from down under. And what's up, bud? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Lazy Saturday Arvo, so good to be on. Hell yeah. I was excited to have you coming on, and we get to talk tomorrow, too, so. Yeah, mate. Looking forward to that one. Hell yeah. Blow your mind. Yeah, I can't wait. I like when my mind gets blown. What Paranoid American, I take it you are the second part of uh, uh, the realities ours? I am. That's me. Okay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And my name's Thomas, by the way. Okay. Nice to meet you, Thomas. Guess we're waiting on your uh, your other half. Uh, he's going to be fashionably late, I guess. And, uh, you know, Ryan, he's always fashionably late. Well, Nate has to show up or he's going to have to give a homeless person a handjob, right? Yeah, that is true. That is and he, so That's actually he, in the contract. He may be wearing gloves, but I insist he spits into the glove first, you know, for just the <laughs> niceties of it. <laughs> Oh shit! He gets the moisturize at the same time. That's that's kind of <laughs> nice of you, actually. That's like a public service, isn't it? Helping the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's my local hobo at? What are we drinking uh, there today? Uh, I'm drinking natural beers. Okay, like as in natural yeah. ice. Uh, as in Natty Light. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> at least you caught the joke because the first time I ever did that was on Kyle. Uh, from the Big Dumb Podcast, and he's like, oh, what are you drinking? I'm like, I'm drinking these all-natural beers lately. And he's like, oh, really? What are they? They sound good. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they're these. And he's like, oh, you son of a bitch. I'm like, yep, that's me. I remember growing up, for some reason, those are the ones we decided to to try and take from the grocery store. Uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, like, if you were going to steal beer, <laughs> why would you steal Natty Ice and Mad Dog and uh, and uh, Night Train? But for whatever reason, that's what we ended up always going for. <laughs> well, hey, you know, when when you're young, you're dumb. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I drank some pretty shitty beer when I was underage. I know that. And hell, I remember the Mickey hand grenades. Mickey's and Schlitz and Old English mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. You don't get any of that really good beer over there down in Australia, do you? No, we get real beer here, mate. Real beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> room temperature. <laughs> no, not, not that horse piss you've got over there. No, that's Poms, the English drink at room temperature. They're weird. Probably got so yeah. damn cold over there. Ours has to be cold or we'll die of heat exhaustion. Did Very it true, snow yeah. there the other day? In, yeah, it's somewhere snow, in... before, snow before Christmas in my okay. state. So really weird. That, really weird. That is weird because it's like spring summer there for you right it, it is summer yeah we didn't have a wind we didn't have a uh, a summer last year and then as soon as it kind of hit that new year period we started to get the heat again so all over the place i see uh new zealand's prime minister stepping down yeah she's probably going to hide in a bunker somewhere is my guess yeah old horse face is, is yeah. there any uh, national animosity between New Zealand and Australia still? Because I remember, at least in the 90s, there was like a point of contention for some reason. That oh, it's you... massive. Yeah. We're cousins, but we are. I like to refer to New Zealand as our extra state. We just haven't taken it over yet. Uh, you're, uh, they're your Puerto Rico. <laughs> they are, yeah, yeah absolutely. I was just going to say that. <laughs> most most of the that... Kiwis live here anyway. <laughs> How did they get that nickname? The Kiwi bird. Gotcha. I, for whatever reason, I always associated it with the fruit. I'm like, I don't get why they would call them kiwis because kiwis don't <laughs> grow in New Zealand. <laughs> so what's new with you guys? I mean, looking into anything cool other than 
what we're talk- going to talk about tomorrow, Drew? Anything other? Um, I've been going down the the route of greys and demons being the same type of thing. Um, mm. Julia from Cosmic Peach and I are going to collaborate on something the next couple of weeks. But apart from that and the Port Arthur stuff we're talking about tomorrow, that's about it. Nice. I mean, I've got a litany, man. I don't think I've I've really gone deep on any topics with either of you at any point. Uh, this this is our first time, Ghost, and I know Drew. We've been on a couple shows together, um, but my my topics lately that have been going deep dives has been a lot of adrenochrome research, which mm. dovetails into psychedelics and psychiatry, and um, uh, even like Ritalin and SSRIs. It's all kind of combined to the same thing. And uh, the origins of Baal and Moloch worship and goat-headed gods, uh, and then essentially trying to trace uh, various satanic panics that have happened throughout history, like actual satanic panics, uh, main ones being like the fall of Carthage, um, you know, like the end of the Phoenician Empire, all the way into kind of like the early 1900s, late 1880s, uh, trying to predate like the 1960 typical stuff that everyone knows about. And then I just got a litany of uh, comic books that I've been working on too. That's my, that's what I do. That's my thing. Um, Paranoid American is my comic publishing company. So I've got uh, a bunch of wacky stuff about like JFK assassination research and, you know, a million Wait topics a that we can jump into. Are you an ex-Mason? I'm a, I'm a, an inactive Mason. I you still were on Ryan's show. Yeah, a couple times. I never put two and two to fucking gather. My God. Oh, Nate, you're here. There's a really upset homeless person now. He's got half a chubby going. He was waiting for you, and now he's going to be very disappointed. He's disappointed, man. It's all right. You heard it here, folks. Nate does not care about the homeless or their erections. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Nope. If you're yeah. if you're asking, the answer is no. <laughs> New sound. You guys hear me? Oh, now yeah, we can. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm trying to. I was trying to fucking set up the roadcaster. That's why I'm late. I'm trying to fuck use this new mic. I'm trying to play with your new toys before the big meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just test them out here on the tavern, you know. It's all good. <laughs> Go along with that fucking hobo you were going to jerk off. Dude, <laughs> I dropped an entire beer, and it splashed on the fucking new Roadcaster. I was so upset. I thought I broke this piece of shit, but all the lights are working and stuff, so I think I'm all right. Yeah. See, that's, that's karma for not jerking off a hobo. Yeah. Hobos don't deserve to be jerked off, dude. that's actually kind of like uh leading us a little bit towards communism so i don't like it for that only that reason what's up matt excuse me i'm trying to stuff my face no that's all right i i did the 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 big no-no that uh you do in the restaurant industry is uh when the fucking server comes up to you and Ask you, oh, how is your meal? And you, and you're fucking sitting there chewing, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm good, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just do the nah, thumbs nah, up. It's so easy. You just do one of those, and then they, yeah, they yeah, like, yeah. I, I, hate, I, hate, I hate when they come up to you and you you set your cutlery in a certain way to show you, yes, it was a good meal, it was okay, or it was terrible, and they don't even know the cutlery etiquette anymore. Oh, I don't. I'm the, the opposite. Cut- I'll, I'll like automatically put like my, you know, like I'll arrange it just because I think it looks cool with like the X. And apparently that's a way of like saying F you to the chef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never heard that. No, I, I never did either. Huh. I had neither. I've been doing it for years, like, you know, decades almost. <laughs> Masonic cutlery. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I never put two and two together. Like I, I just knew you as. Because on on Instagram for reality czars, it's Nate and Tony, and I just I'm, I'm the the current fill in. I think I've been rocking it, so you, you guys are gonna be happy with me. Good, fucking a, dude. Yeah, I changed it. Your your Instagram official. It says Nate, Tony, and Thomas. No shit. <laughs> when did the dick pics start coming? Or is that why? Is that why I've had that slight increase? Probably. We get dick pics. 
<laughs> hey, I sent it one time, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up. Don't get into a meme war uh, w- with me. Just fair warning, because I, I do cross a line. <laughs> and if and if you need proof, you can ask Ryan. Um, anybody in the group chat for Gays for Ukraine and Big Country from uh, uh, Whiskey Baron Conspiracies. Like it, man. And then, yeah. if anyone's curious, uh, the carpets do match the drapes with Drew. He does have a ginger bush. Nice. Well, he shaves it. That's manscaped. Only for you, buddy. Yes. That's right. Is that a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I learned something the last time I was here on the tavern that Ghost cannot stand even one hair on a pussy. He needs mm-hmm. a bald. And then I also was listening yeah. the other night, and you like midgets. And so to me, this screams kind of some pedo shit. No, I fucking <laughs> hate midgets. <laughs> oh, I thought you guys were serious. You said you no, fuck hate midgets? I, no, I, no, I don't. You hate fuck midgets? <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. Yeah. I, I probably would fuck hate a midget or hate fuck a midget. I don't, I don't know. I just don't like he, midgets. They freak me the fuck out. Eight midget. I heard he fucked eight midgets. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. Sam bought it. <laughs> there you go. You can use it on the, for a clip. I fucked eight midgets. Uh, you know, guys, really you're going to me out. I'll go for it, Drew. Guys, you're going to fuck eight midgets, and pub. I liked it. <laughs> sat at the pub last week for the first time in a long time because I don't go to the pub anymore. I'm too goddamn old. Sat down, literally just finished my beer, and a little tiny hand crept up and grabbed it. And I looked down, and the local glassy, the guy that collects all the glasses from the pub, was a midget. And I'm from oh, a small conservative town, and everyone was just staring at this guy. Is that a glassy? Is that what you call a fucking hobo that comes and takes the glasses? That's the the bar. Yeah, and cleans them. Yeah, call them glasses. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, because I have like hobos that will come and steal my fucking recycling. So I thought that's what you're talking about. <laughs> now they're like dish pigs, people that clean the dishes for everyone. I love these <laughs> names. I wish we could adopt them over here. This is the perfect. Yeah. Name. Dish there you pigs. go, Nate. Nate, you can call the guy that does the all the cleaning in the, the restaurant a dish pig. Yeah, I'll definitely not get stabbed. Definitely not. <laughs> the people that work in back of the house are notoriously stable and very agreeable people. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's definitely not some fucking little spick from El Salvador that's going to fucking stab me because his cousin's <laughs> an MS-13. Those motherfuckers <laughs> are nuts, dude. Because no. the cooking industry just attracts a certain type of clientele, doesn't it? Well, I mean, that's why I was there for 15 plus years. You know, great, you know why man. that is, though? It's because it's one of the... You were attracted industry. to all the crazy pussy, weren't you? Dude, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of crazy pussy, dude. A lot of crazy pussy. Well, it's, it's an industry that's still merit-based, right? There's not a lot of merit-based industries around. And you can't, 100%, dude. You can't sort of like uh, ratio your way into getting a head chef job because, you know, no one buys the food and the kitchen goes under immediately. There's no way to prop up the same way that there is with all these other kind of failing industries that, you know, have to spread out for reasons. So, yeah, I mean, you can either hack it or you can't. And your food is either good or it's not. Yeah, yeah, you're it's absolutely a, it's right. a very binary digital freaking solution dude and Sounds you don't have to, to go to fucking culinary school you can be some little fucking stick off the street and if you work your fucking ass off you're gonna be the sous chef like you're yeah. gonna fucking climb your way up the fucking brigade system and still not get paid much and still be underappreciated and it sucks don't well, and, fucking be a cook. Well, and that's not even the outlier, right? Because you can, most of the people that I knew, they just completely dropped out of academia, eventually started as, you know, like doing the, what is it, dish pigs and the glassies and everything. <laughs> um, but they they that's did that back. thing where you work yourself all the way up into a bigger position, maybe that yeah. being a chef. So, so almost all of like the most crazy criminal dropouts that I knew ended up being great chefs. And I guess extra bonus because- if you can't like behave yourself in order to go into a normal restaurant, you got to cook for yourself anyways. So dude, wild shit in kitchens, dude. Like I've had, I've had like fucking grill cooks that I like caught in the fucking dry storage with a needle in their arm. And they were like fucking nodding out and I have to go and like kick them and be like, dude, you all right? Like we got service in an hour. He's like, I'm fine. I'll be fine. And he got up and he fucking worked. 
there's something about that fucking <laughs> that part of the country. <laughs> I don't get it. Dude, it's every part of the country. Go to your local fucking restaurant and look in the back. Now, true. Can you imagine that applied to any other industry, though? Just say, like, uh, a lollipop lady or a crossing guard, you guys would call them, letting kids cross them. They're just injecting, going, I'm all right, I'm all right. Just let me get that. A lollipop lady? A lollipop lady. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear more about that. This, their stop sign looks like a giant lollipop, so we call them lollipop ladies ah. instead of a crossing guard. Yeah. That makes sounds sense. Like it's going to be writing all these down. Yeah, no, they're going to be writing this, them all down later. This yeah. is high culture. Get into it. <laughs> oh, shit. Too funny. Glassies, dish yeah, pigs, Ghost, and lollipops. Ghost is going to have a long list. He's going to start using them and all. <laughs> What's that crazy cop bitch that was fucking everybody? We had one of those. And we had a bartender lady that literally started fucking all the cooks, one of the dishwashers, and the chef. And I was one of those cooks. <laughs> I passed her around, dude. She was great. I we was we call them slam old. pigs. She was a fucking slam pig, dude. Yeah. Say, we call them root rats. Root rats. I love that. Dude. Yeah. They like the we root. Talked about okay. That I get that one. The, the area that I'm from, it's usually a lot lizard. That's, that's, that's a good one. That. Chicken head. Yeah. <laughs> All these fucking dirty whores. What part of the country Filthy are you things, in, man. Thomas? Uh, Florida, but I know a lot of people that, you know, are okay. into, into that Northwest trucking. And I came before this, I came from Texas. Ah, nice. America's Wang, Florida. Yeah, that's right. It's honestly, I love the reputation it has because it sets the perfect bar for people to not want to stay too long and also not expect too much. So it's like this perfect sort of, you know, in-between land. If I, if someone says they're from like Connecticut, right, you've got some kind of preconceived notions. Maybe they're blue blood. Maybe, you know, they're just like uh, hoity-toity because they come from a Puritan area or they say California or Texas. You say Florida, though, it's like someone just rolling the dice and you're waiting to see, you know, is <laughs> usually immediately following is what part of Florida? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So anything uh, North of Orlando is basically South Georgia, right? Yeah. And then you get over uh, in the, the little panhandle area and you, eh, okay, you're East, you're Eastern Mississippian or what? Something like that. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in the thick of it. I've lived in Orlando for about a decade. Uh, and then before that, it was a little bit of South Florida and then South Texas. So were you there during during the lockdowns? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I you didn't really notice it. The only difference is that every once in a while, if you go to, to the grocery store, you'd see people wearing masks. Uh, and then at one point, they had like one-way only aisles in, mm-hmm. in one grocery store. And that lasted for all of two months, I think. And then it just okay. kind of like slowly went away. So I, it was very barely noticeable, to be honest. Gotcha. Because I, I hear conflicting stories out of Florida. Some people say, oh, no, you you should have been down here. It was super tyrannical and, and you know, super crazy with lockdowns. And then you hear other most other people are like what you said. Oh, you barely even noticed it. Well, I guess it depends if you're going to government facilities and if you're going to Disney and Walmart a lot. Uh, I didn't go to like the huge national chains that were trying to make sure they were keeping like cons- some kind of consistent standards, right? I've got the local little shops and you know the smaller places that I go to, and you know they're they're actually run by Floridians, not by some assholes from Connecticut. <laughs> gotcha. And then you have the, uh... I thought you would have been all over Disneyland throughout the entire thing. Going what on the teacup rides. You just struck me as a, a Disney type of guy. He likes to go there on weekends. I, I worked there. <laughs> ride for the teacups. No, I worked, I worked on property at Disney for 10 years. So I got to go and do the rides while I was at work and just stressed out from like a meeting. I would just hop over and get on the rock and roller coaster from the, the Aerosmith ride from like the late 80s. <laughs> and the, the Tower of Terror was, you know, I could almost see it from my office uh, when I walked outside. So uh, I got Did my ride full Dumbo? feel of it. No, that was, I mean, that was the, the other park, but also, I mean, that's kind of like the, the crappy park. I don't really like the Magic Kingdom. That's the one you bring the kids to. Never been. Never been to Disney. Or take the kids from for the underground tunnels. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You're not wrong. And no one ever died there. So let me note down. And how many tunnels did you work on, Thomas? 
I didn't actually get to work in any of the tunnels. Those are reserved for the people that, that uh, typically wear the, the creepy outfits. Nice. Ugh. I don't know. Disney just never, never had a passion for it. You know what I mean? And then you see some people, like even people that I graduated with, and they're just like these super Disney head nuts. And it's like, do you even realize those people? It's yeah, always it's like me out. even as a kid that used to creep me out because uh, yeah. yeah, I used to to know different uh, people's families and like their parents would be all into Disney stuff with the little figurines and the displays and stuff on the walls and and it never ends and it's such a weird thing for multiple reasons you know it's yeah. not just it's not just one thing about being nostalgia and wanting to connect with the childhood but it's also just this is the most corporate thing that you could ever imagine to invest your time and money and focus in. And they just go all out. My wife I got, I got is a, probably. Go ahead. I got a good one for about creepy and Disney and adults at that. Uh, about three years ago, I was in a good friend of mine, co-worker's uh, wedding. And his wife did a complete Disney theme. She ordered these fucking high heels. And I live right on the Canadian border. And I have dual citizenship. So I had a mailbox in the States. She had them shipped over to the States. I brought them across for her. And they were like, she paid like $1,500 and they're all customized fucking Disney. And guess where her honeymoon was? And her, her, my, her husband, my buddy, he was fucking miserable the whole time. And now it's become <laughs> their annual anniversary uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. And they just had a baby. And then that's where they just went this past, right when all the shit, like everything like kind of opened up up here in Canada. That was kind of like their first escape out of Canada. And then they that's went a lot of money too, back to those, Disney. Those tickets are getting more expensive every year. I think it's oh, like $200 yeah. for just one ticket now. Yeah. At least and you can time type least depression, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then the fly out of like Montreal is the fly down there. That's just fucking retarded. Yeah, I'm good. Man. I don't even think I just thought to go to one of those at this point. I wouldn't want to go no. into one of those huge parks with everyone crowded around mm-hmm. and then sneezing all over the rides. And uh, and honestly, Picking you have no nose. idea what happens in those fucking dark rides, man. <laughs> no, man. And after the rabbit holes you go into about Disney Road and Disneyland, it's like you want to stay as far away from that place as possible. It's just I was going to say, my, my wife might have listened to maybe two episodes and that's just because i said hey listen to this you might like it i did an episode with matt you know the dark side of disney or whatever uh back months and months and months ago and she's like i refuse you will not ruin my childhood and i'm like why can't you just wake up to the actual truth and and you know what i mean she's like no i don't want that i'm like you're just whatever you're you're scared if if you do (laughs) and that's not even uh uh a joke because if you look into the backstory of pretty much any classic Disney movie at this point, it'll just ruin it for you. You won't be able to watch it again without being creeped out. And it's yeah, yeah <laughs> just one by one. I've I've actually been trying to do a couple of deep dives because I was on a tinfoil hat talking about um Walt Disney's background as De Molay, which was kind of like the Masonic, you know, Cub Scouts, mm-hmm. and then his influence and the and the Grimm brothers' influence from like Germanic sort of pagan culture making its way in. And then I've started watching through all the classic Disney animation movies, you know, from the very first one going forward from Snow White. And I think I just did a, um, one of the Pinocchio ones and, uh, oh, Sword in the Stone, which used to be my favorite one. And then I look into the backstory of the guy that wrote Sword in the Stone and he was a creepy old dude that, uh, that, that tried to lure this little kid away from his family. And if you watch Sword in the Stone now, it's about a creepy old dude that lives in the woods and tries to lure a little kid away from his family. So it's like, wow. geez, and every I one the of those movies. Sword in the Stone symbolism for. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, it's about it's about masculine, you know, being removed from feminine and having control over spirit and soul and everything. Even the original Cinderella by the Brothers Grimm, that's dark. The bitch cuts her own toes off to fit inside the slippers. That's right. Yeah. The sisters. Well, the, yeah, the other uh, sisters both do. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't I don't I don't get 
America's fascination. Like, I get I get the fascination with Disney and 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 all the cartoons and yada yada yada. But I don't get the big pushback when when you like try to tell what the actual story was really about, and people are like, "Oh, you're just fucking nuts." And it's like, it, it's there's written proof, like. It, it, that that's the truth i'm telling you the truth and they're like you're, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist i mean whatever ultimately it comes down to well it doesn't mean that anymore like it, it might have meant something nasty before but now it's a nice thing uh and and people tend to like to swallow that pill much much better than looking into it and caring about the backstory because again like I'm never going to be in the rest of my life be able to watch Sword in the Stone again, which I used to love. That was like my favorite one growing up. It was like my babysitter at a certain point. So does that and, like uh, completely ruin it for you? Like you can't watch the movie anymore? It, it doesn't ruin the movie, but I can't watch the movie and not immediately think not of this get creepy hard old dude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets hard now. That's probably yeah. the issue. <laughs> oh, that's I'm, I'm running out of hobo. movies I can stay platonic with. <laughs> oh, it's hard fun. to do anymore at all especially stuff, like the... The, all the oh, movies ahead. from like the late from the early 90s and late 80s you go back and you watch those now and you see how much shit was in it back then that we had no idea about that's the crazy stuff where now it it's bad. so obvious and everything they make now it's so blatantly obvious dude i love that shit like i'll go back and watch like 16 candles and they'll have like long duck dong like <laughs> they're racist <laughs> as fuck it was fantastic <laughs> there was like I mean, that was basically a rape scene with that one dude, like, getting yeah. a hot girl in yeah. the car. Like, yeah. so there was, like, rape. There was, like, Asian hate. It was it was just the fuck. It was the time of your life, man. It was the greatest thing ever. If, Anybody uh, watch the new uh, Top Gun? No, no I, I haven't actually watched liked it, it man. I actually liked the, the new Top Gun. <laughs> so I, I here, to see it. Here's the thing. I went, th- this was uh, probably close to a month ago. I, I was sitting down. I had already had been drinking. It might have been a night after the tavern. I don't even remember. I was like, I'm going to put on Maverick. Well, immediately being prior Air Force, I'm starting to pick shit apart. Like, okay, uh, same here. Same here. Yeah, so I'm there's like, three of us right now. Yeah. Hey, more. Yeah. And in my screen, we're all on top. Hell yeah, we're um, flying high. Aim high. <laughs> but uh, I was like picking it apart. I'm like, ah. I, I just can't. I just can't. And everybody's like, dude, just give it a chance. They didn't go woke. They, you know, they did really good at tying stuff together. So last Saturday, I was home alone. Uh, the wife went down to Pittsburgh with her mom to visit her sister. And I was like, I'm going to give it a fair shake. I haven't started drinking yet. I'm going to start this off sober and have some beers and, and watch it. And the more I'm watching, I'm like, this this is actually pretty damn good. I, I like where they're going with this. and and finished the movie and i was like wow that that was an actually pretty damn good movie for 2022 2023 so good that i went immediately and watched the original top gun which i'm not a huge go back and watch 80s movies type type of guy <laughs> but i i watched and i was just like man okay because there were certain things in there i was like i don't quite remember that but i do a little bit and it just i was just like when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two really great movies, and it, it it was a great night. Me and the dog sat there and, you know, Mavericked out. Isn't the most unbelievable thing about the new Maverick that all those millennials knew what Great Balls of Fire was as a song and knew all the lyrics? You know, that's the only thing I didn't. I'm like, no, come on, really? But I see how they they tied it in because the, the kid. It's Goose's was, kid, right? Yeah, that was Goose's yeah, yeah. kid. So that would make sense and, and what have you. And um, but yeah, we, we don't hear you, Nate. I'm just still fucking with it. Yeah. I think <laughs> oh. have you ever <laughs> have you ever heard the Tarantino test, test. the Tarantino theory on the first Top Gun? No, what's uh-uh. that? There's I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's like a like an indie movie, and there's a scene where Quentin Tarantino is describing the whole plot of Top Gun as being 
about Goose trying to turn Tom Cruise gay and that his his whole entire spiel is about like, you know, don't follow the way, you know, break away, do your own thing. Uh, you know, don't follow the the sort of like edge of the law and what the military wants you to do. And then the girl's like, no, nah, you got to stay, you know, like the straight way, the, the the heterosexual way. And that the whole entire thing is essentially a movie about Tom Cruise struggling with his uh, sexual identity. Yeah, but Goose has got Meg Ryan on that. She's smoking when she was in her prime. That's a good cover. Very yeah. good cover. <laughs> the, the yeah, so much so he uh, he gave her a cream pie. There was a very short fucking window where Meg Ryan was acceptable to fuck. To fuck. She was kind yeah, of I don't top, know. It was top gun and in a space. She was in her prime in those two. Mm-hmm. Then she just kind of went downhill. Yeah, I don't I like a I Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall was smoking hot back in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And Porkies. Hmm. Porkies. <laughs> oh, Porkies. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey. Whoa, How's everybody okay. doing? We've got six beards on the, the call right now. That's you true. We yeah. do. I you feel got, like oh, you guys got me beat, though. This is technically like a, like a coven of warlocks uh, at some point now. It should be. <laughs> Gentlemen, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 No shit. Okay, cool. Negative ghost rider, the pattern's full. <laughs> Dude, Thomas, I'm actually glad you're on here, man. I, I uh saw something that I th- made me think of you today. Have you seen Timothy Leary's uh neural comics thing? Neural comics? No, I don't think so. Neural comic. Oh, fuck yeah. I can so show Timothy you something. Leary had a comic book? Yeah, and he wrote it with Leonardo DiCaprio's dad. I know, I've never heard about that before. It's crazy. Okay, dude, I am stoked to show you this then. Um, I'll have to pull it up on, uh, and you guys might like this too. Let me see. Yeah, so, okay, here it is. Um, Boom, screen share. So this is it. It's basically, um, this is the cover here. Kind of looks like a sea monkey, but yeah, it's neuro, neuro comics. Timothy Leary, back in the day, one one dollar twenty five cents. Okay, yeah, last gasp did a lot of like underground. Yeah, dude, but like, check this out. Like, this dude's selling like adrenochrome shit. He's got like pickled pineals. That's fucking dope. Oh shit! Whoa! Uh, look at go back up to the woman buying stuff. Go back up to the woman buying stuff. Yeah, she's very Jewish. To that small hat, (laughs) hook nose tribe. Well, look Uh how she's talking. Svel. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty well, bad start but, slicing but yeah dude watch here's uh i mean this is incredible i'll i'll uh i'll t- share this in the uh, yeah dude please this is dope <laughs> i'm trying to find i actually did an episode on hollywood and uh like the cia ties and i'm trying to find where george dicaprio's credits are in this um but yeah it's wild i mean look at this shit dude. look at the tits i know so then they at the end uh, it's a fairly long comic book, and then it goes to a point where this is right here. So it shows all these different DNA, like, I don't know, it just keeps adding on to this. So this is the first one, and it's made up by A, B, and C, and it shows that. So that's your first one, and you see out of these eight, there's only one filled in. And then the second one here, there's two filled in. I haven't read through it um but yeah it's pretty interesting dude for sure and thanks for showing me this man this this aligns with so many things that i've been looking into really i mean and and you say satanism and uh hollywood is that what you said you were looking at uh the cia and hollywood cia and hollywood which same thing you know (laughs) (laughs) right uh i'm trying to find dicaprio in here dude because he is definitely oh right here yeah george dicaprio is it called smile no, up. it's called um well maybe this one is called that. But yeah, this is it's a neurocomics thing that he wrote with uh cuz I guess Leo's dad and Timothy Leary were good friends when Leo was a kid. And um he Leo went, Leo actually went to a school that was a United Nations school called the UCLA Lab, part of UCLA's shit too. Um, so yeah, dude, little little MK Ultra going on with Leonardo DiCaprio as a kid, it seems like. But I'm gonna yeah, have dude. to to see if I can find a, a original copy of this. 
Dude, I would love to get my hands on an original copy of that. It I bet like you there's one online right now for like 35 bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool, dude. I wish I had thirty five dollars to spend dope, on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not dropping thirty five on a comic, I'm, especially if you got a PDF scan of one. So, yeah, I was thinking about printing this out. I'll actually share it with you guys here. Um, it's in the chat, but yeah, man, um, that that shit blew my mind, dude. There's a lot of wild, uh, you know, stories about P- these some of these like hot high roller Hollywood players and like military connections, CIA connections, fucking all kinds of shit, dude. Yeah, they tend to being like sons of prominent people and they just end up being placed in Hollywood. Right, right. Have you, any of you guys ever heard of um, Cary Grant's biography where he talks about doing LSD in Hollywood? There was, no. Th- there was some guy that, uh, man, I'll have, I'm going to have to look it up while we're talking here. Uh, actually, here, I've got it somewhere. But there was a, a specific doctor that had the hookup that ordered his LSD directly from Sandoz Laboratories and he starts dosing... Um, Cary Grant with it and then he starts kind of spreading it to his friends and all of a sudden it becomes like this insider thing to do in Hollywood that only the most exclusive kind of elite have connections that can get them LSD in order to like do therapy but this guy would basically charge $100 a hit and that's not accounting for inflation that's like in uh, 1960s prices 50s 60s so $100 a hit and wow. you go and just buy a couple hits from this dude and go back to your pad in Hollywood and trip out. And they were basically selling this to all of Hollywood and getting Hollywood bought in and sort of injecting that whole, you know, psychedelics are coming. And it was in, basically injected by Hollywood into the pop culture. Like it didn't it didn't happen the other way around. It wasn't like the psychedelic revolution happened first and then influenced pop culture and created crazy LSD and pop movies. It was actually Hollywood starting that and then culture following it. Well, for the longest time, it used to be Hollywood would promote culture that and everyone else would follow. And then all of a sudden, we've got these focus groups that all these big um, theater <laughs> companies go to, and they go, oh, people like this, so we have to include six of these characters. And the focus group like the color purple, so we need purple clothes on people. It's mm-hmm. the other way around now. So that's why movies have gone to complete dog shit. It's not actually real art anymore. Dude, I got to say, this I watched that, that new... I watched that new Velma cartoon. It's not that bad. It's kind of funny in like a really safe way. It's not good. Is the dog it, in it at all? Do you even see Scooby or is he not Scooby even? Scooby is a lizard in that. What the mm-hmm. fuck? I'm just kidding. No, that'd be hilarious. So, <laughs> because Velma's like an Asian chick. Uh, you know, Fra- Shaggy's a black dude, which is kind of racist, I think. The stoner. He's um, not even called Shag anymore, is he? No, because that name. won't. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. I mean, I, I laughed a couple times at it. It's not uh, for kids, like because when I was watching it at first, I was like, fuck, dude, they're like doing more grooming here. But it was just kind of like it's clearly an adult cartoon. Well, it's on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was pretty decent. It could be you're a lot right better. Here. Ryan, Ryan's giving a glaring review for uh, Velma. <laughs> there you go. Dude. You heard it here <laughs> first. Clip it, it and share it. Yeah. Yeah, man, no, that'll probably make people think I'm controlled opposition or some shit. But I was just hearing all kinds of people being like, this is fucking grooming and shit. I'm like, man, it's kind of not, but I don't know. Maybe it is. Are you guys Nate, watching? I got, I, I, Go ahead. I was just going to say, Nate, you look like you, you smoked about 15 joints and you're so fascinated by your microphone. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got this shit set up. I'm just excited that you can hear me. He's like, whoa, my voice goes into it. Yeah. When there's lights blinking. He's all looking at it before. and shit. He's like, oh, wow. That's there's a, so many that's fucking microphones and shit. It's fucking wild. It's all if lit he stops, up. fucking rainbows. If he stops speaking, he thinks it's stolen his voice. <laughs> it's been a long week, man. I'm fucking drunk. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty buzzed right now. Just had some yeah. steak, you know. Drunk I went steak. to the store and all I bought was ice cream, beer, and steak. There you it's go, dude. Nice. That's all you need. What else do you need, dude? Breakfast Nothing. of champions. Yeah, that little steak a la mode and beer. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. But what's this? Uh, who's this Matthew guy? I don't think I met you, man. No, um, yeah, I'm just a little buddy of uh, Ghost. I've been talking with Ghost for a while in the, you know, in the inbox. And so. Oh. You guys were talking about skinwalkers and stuff and little people, and uh, I shot him a message. I'm Native American. I'm 
up in northern New York, right on the Canadian border. And uh, we just been talking and oh. you invited me on. So here I am. Oh, yeah. Good to meet you, man. You're the only one I haven't yeah, met. Likewise. Here, so. yeah, likewise. He's actually yeah, my latest that. episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Dude, have man, you I think uh, we talk on? I think we follow each other on Instagram. I'll hit you up, man. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, one thing that we mentioned in Cunt, and I actually did a little quick episode on it to test this new platform that I'm on, was the uh, Mount Graham. It's like a Native American hotspot uh, for like, you know, sac- it's sacred land, but the Vatican, of course, took it over with the U of A, University of Arizona, and yeah. they built the Lucifer One telescope on it. That's um, Lucy. And- yeah, now it's called Lucy. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like an infrared telescope that the Vatican owns. Again, called Lucifer, dude. It's fucking weird. And uh, I, I heard about that uh, when I I actually went out. I used to live in Nebraska. I was out in Nebraska for nine years. I actually have two kids out there from our previous relationship, and um, I I went to I went on a trip to Albuquerque. And I went up to uh, what is it, Sandia Pete? Okay. And uh, a uh, actual local native brought me up there and uh, showed me a bunch of shit and told me the stories, showed me the the big scrapes in the ground from way up on top of the mountain, and telling me the stories of the big serpent and giants. And then he was telling me about that telescope and all you know, like all kinds of shit. And yeah, so I've I've heard all kinds of shit going on down there, especially with the Vatican. We have shit right here, like, like daylight. You can see it. We got a church right on the point of because uh, where I'm at is real unique because uh, it's half in Canada and half in the United States, and then the half that's in Canada is split in half, and it's half in Ontario and half in Quebec. So like when all this shit was going oh, wow. on, it was all all kinds of retarded up here because we had you could turn this way and you had the quebec fucking ordinance and laws then you turn this way you had ontario quebec and laws then you could go over into new york and everything was fucking normal you gotta wear like 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 two or three masks (laughs) oh which is which is saying a lot when when you put normal in new york in the same fucking sentence Oh, well, for me, around on the res, it was never normal. Like, it's still not normal. Like, I still see people wearing fucking bandanas on their face. And then, like, I'm like, literally, like, are you serious? And, like, and, like, and I'm from an area that's real native activism. Like, uh, like we have the Mohawk Warrior Society. And, like, I, I actually threw all that shit away because it's a lot of really, really, like, sun worship uh symbolism the the actual low i don't even know if i have anything anymore but it's a sun and then it has uh, a native uh, um, um mohawk headdress uh haircuts uh head in there with a feather and like you sent me some of those pictures yeah and like i threw everything away because like i when i when i started my journey like i started realizing what the, all the symbolism and shit that was everything that was going on and so like I I just fucking like threw it all away. I was done with it, and I think I might have a fucking I might have to find something. But I I, I even just look it up. It's uh, Mohawk War Society or Mohawk uh, Unity Flag, and it's a red flag, yellow sun, and a native head, and Matt, with one feather. Matt, yeah. Do you think that that is was that the original uh, like religion? Uh, you guys do you th- or do you think that was some co-op bullshit do you think they're like well, well we had we have uh, we have the great law of peace and uh, the guy on the goa what we call it um on uh, a great law of peace and it's actually like there's actually documentation that the united states government actually took it and used it to write the constitution and like that's what our original law we they we claim that a lot of people around here claim and like there's PDF files, there's actually a, another territory right in the foothills of the Adirondacks. Like I, there's a bridge that connects uh, Ontario and New York right here, and you can see the Adirondacks. And right in the foothills, there's another tribe, uh, not another tribe, another nation, same tribe, 
uh, called Gayange, and they had a big battle and like big old standoff with the military and the FBI and the CIA and for that land in the 70s. Like they shot down a helicopter and everything for that land in the 70s. And that's where the basis like of it. this war society came out of. And it was just like a, more like a private military. And the beginning, it was just like our military. This is our police. This is our protection. And that's what it was started off as. And it was more or less like this is we were trying to claim our sovereignty at that time. So, you know, like when you're claiming sovereignty, you have to have your own your own police force, your own laws. And we have the guy let go and the great law of peace. So then we were going to we we still try to say we follow it. But like now the traditional councils and the traditional religion, because we still practice our longhouse ways, we still actually have actual building that is a long building and it's actually a longhouse and there's signs at the road that say longhouse and you go in there it's all wooded and there's wood stoves and they still like do the symbol like they're like burning tobacco and they're doing everything to the original as possible and by trying to keep it in the modern times and like and like we still follow like the 13 moons and we still know that new year's is hey you know we're coming up on the new year right now uh we you know pretty soon we follow the moons we go by the 13th moon five sleeps after the 13th moon then we start our midwinter ceremonies and then it's four days of ceremony and then that and the, you know and we and all that People like they, we have people in this, in these traditional councils now that are 32nd degree Masons and they're open about it. We have uh, women, we have a woman that straight out came out in the meeting in the longhouse, said that she sits in the Royal Council of Churches. Uh, we've had uh, clan mothers, which give out the names to the children and are the, the keepers of that clan. We still follow clan families and like we have the laws on clan families like I'm bear clan and my wife is wolf clan. And like and that's a that's a, that's a, a law. That's a way we follow, because if we have the same clan, our kids have no voice here. Our kids can't have no title. Our kids can't be nothing. And they still push that. And like. I grew up, you know, being told I can't be with a white woman. I was like, my wife had to have a different clan. Or if I got with a different, uh, with a woman that was a native woman, it had to be from a different res or same res. And it had to be a different clan. And so like, and they still try to follow it now. And it's so diluted because there's so much masonic shit in it like you can like i i i stepped away out of that longhouse fuck seven eight years ago because it got to the point where you'd sit there and you see them shooting hand signals back and forth like what everybody is sharing now what andrew tate and all these guys have been doing and like I've seen that shit years ago in a longhouse and watching these guys 32nd degrees fucking throwing hand signs back and forth like it was uh, fucking game I mean, You're not wrong, man, because back in the day, Albert Pike is the one that established the southern jurisdiction of Freemasonry in the States. And his side job was basically where, where he made his real name was uh, representing Native Americans and all of their court cases against the U.S. military and the U.S. government. So he ended up garnering just like an unlimited amount of good faith with all sorts of Native Americans across the country because yeah. he, he served as their public defender, but he was a badass public defender at the same time. So that in turn made Native Americans kind of love everything that he was doing, including Freemasonry. It actually well, sounds and, and, very similar to Aboriginal Australians. Like everything you just spoke about, about the culture, a lot of the symbolism, how it's almost been co-opted or infiltrated just rings true here. Like the Aboriginal flag has the sun on it. It's sun worship. Our yeah, creation and, and, is in this country around the serpent. The rainbow serpent created the country. Well, and, and, and like, we even, and we even don't have forget. Like yeah. I was just going to say, don't forget, um, I don't think the aboriginals and uh the the native americans or first nations people ever lost to emus. <laughs> no, that was us whiteies. <laughs> uh, Isn't there uh, a ton of freemasons in Australia? Like a lot, like per yeah, capita. Yeah, um, 
uh, per capita Australia has the largest amount of masons in the world, and my state has the highest number of mason lodges. What state are you in again? Victoria. Victoria, that's right. He's he's the one that taught me in California. He taught me the term banana bender for people from Brisbane, right? Yeah, anyone from Queensland. We're talking about all little banana benders. How do they bend? All right, Ryan. do they Do you know what a lollipop like, lollipop yeah, lady lollipop is? Girl is or a lollipop lady? <laughs> no, that's a lady that that directs traffic. She holds a stop sign. Or a dish oh. pig? Was it real dish pig? Right? A dish pig. Yeah, a dish pig. <laughs> yeah, dude. A root rat. <laughs> I like that. That sounds fun. That sounds like that cop. Or, that you or a glassy. About, mate. Yeah, dude. Little, little dish pig. I was talking about this uh, bartender lady that was that was our equivalent. She fucked everyone in the restaurant. She oh, fucked, she even, dude, she was such a gross pig. She fucked the dishwasher. <laughs> the dish pig. Maybe the dishwasher's not that bad. You need to tell that story now and call him a dish pig. <laughs> that dish then pig people will be like, what the that fuck dish is pig. a dish pig? Dude, do you know how fucking gross that guy was? She sucked his dick. Do you know how, dude, dishwashers get greasy and fucking grimy? <laughs> after fucking work, after oh. he was done washing dishes. She got down there and sucked his dick. And we knew he wasn't lying because she had like a fucking telltale sign. Like she would do this. She'd go, she'd go and like hawk a loogie on your cock. And then she'd oh. suck it. Oh. And so like, dude, we like, when he told us she sucked his dick, we were like, yeah, no way. She didn't suck your dick. He's like, yeah, dude, she hawked a loogie on my cock. I was like, oh, yep. Dude, yep. They call yeah, that the did. grease buster, yep. bro. Was her name Trump John? The transit of property, Nate, you slept with that guy. You realize yeah. that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, oh, you're Eskimo the bros. that uh, I had with Mike Dank the other day, I sucked my own dick. <laughs> Did you really have a that conversation? Was only. <laughs> I was watching. I was trying to watch Thomas and trying to watch him to see if they were going to do Masonic symbols at each other. Oh, nice. They're yeah, probably man. doing it in a system of links. <laughs> yeah I mean, oh you actually forward. had a, a a real genuine conversation with the dude uh-huh yeah uh, he came on he, tell- he, he was telling me about who's god that was his uh and did he tell you how to run your show no he just kind of ran the show a little bit <laughs> <laughs> he he comes on with a presentation i let him do his presentation and then we had fun and Not we asked fan. him all kinds of crazy questions nice i'm surprised you allowed i'm gonna listen to it I listened to uh, uh, Davey's uh, episode with him, and at the end, it sounded like he got kind of mad because the whole flat earth question came up, and then, like, Davey kind of was, like, poking a little bit more, and then he kind of just like, well, I've got to go, and then just kind of <laughs> ended it, and it was like, and, like, Davey was just, like, you kind of, you can tell it was kind of a little awkward ending with him, and, like, and I, it was a pretty decent conversation and like he didn't even let him like it was just more just asking him questions and then it was just like asking about the whole flat earth thing and he kind of kind of could tell he kind of got offended and kind of tried to push away a couple of times and he just Pro like or con, all right gotta go. yeah I yeah where's mike was he yeah was where's he... mike at? it was mike well, he, no he, he just did no he no he straight up he straight up said that he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't care because at the end of the day, it doesn't mean shit to him that it doesn't get him anywhere. It doesn't, you know, if it's proven, it's proven. If it's not, it's not. And he said, it doesn't get you anywhere. I mean, it's I a bit of a, it's I a, bit of a one trick pony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, mean, I think it does get you somewhere, right? Because it, it either means that all of conventional history is a hundred percent fabricated yeah. and science or not. I mean, that's a pretty big difference to me. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, my mortgage doesn't out. change, but. Yeah, like according to Flat Earth, not a fan of that exist. dude. He's a liar because Australia doesn't fucking exist. So <laughs> Australia's actually no. north of us. They're the true north. Oh come on. I don't know about any of that. Well, the easiest yeah. way we can find out whether Flat Earth is real or not, all you guys need to send me five thousand dollars and I'll mount an expedition to the wall and I'll climb it. <laughs> yes. Make payments? Go fund me. Let's go. Come on. Can I pay yeah, you in you Amazon mean, cards? You can, <laughs> you can pay me in a garbage pile kid cards. Oh, no, no can do. <laughs> Those are staying right here, buddy. But uh, yeah, man, no, that's uh, that's very interesting to think for sure. Because it's at the bottom of the map, right? So it'd just be more opposites. I don't know, man. I mean, I've kind of, I've definitely considered fucking flat earth a hundred times. 
they have fantastic critiques, but I haven't been swayed so far. The only I'm, thing I, I can I can Earth, say not, about Flat Earth, I just is NASA completely fucking lies. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's what yeah. I'm talking so, about. They're fucking fantastic critiques because, like, goddamn, NASA lies all yeah. the fucking time about everything. So, well, I I got physical proof that the sun is local, and like, and I had my wife and my son there, and I even asked them, "Is it you see that, or am I seeing something?" And my wife's sitting there, and she's like, "Holy fuck!" And you I'm sent me pictures of uh, two sons. Yeah, I've sent you a picture of two suns, and I've sent you a picture of a cloud, a sun going through the clouds. And then I'm a photographer, and I caught that in one of my sunrise photos. And like I'm sitting there, and I do cardio every morning. You know, like my wife will drop me off and then pick me up an hour later. And I'm doing my morning photography when when I my schedule meets the sunrise. I do uh, photography. And I'm sitting there, and I get on my phone, and I'm like taking these photos. I message, and I'm like, you see this, right? And she's like, what? And I said, look at the sun. And she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, all right, cool. And even my son was like, did you see that? And then like, I sent it to Mortal Bob. I sent it to Ghost, and like, check this out. And like, I have proof. Yeah, so, like, Mortal Bob fucked my reality of the universe. That prick. I was always <laughs> a globe person. And I started talking to him and I investigated a little bit. Like, yeah, NASA's lying, just like yeah. they said. There's some weird shit going on. And then one morning I was up at 6.30 going for a run and I sent him a photo where my son was. I said, Bob. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I'm a king of rock, there is none higher Sucker MCs should call me sire To vote my kingdom, you must choose fire I won't stop rocking till I retire Now we rock the party, we come correct All circle on top, and rhyme connect We got the right to vote, and to elect And other rappers can't stand up, but give us respect Without a 
Riders on the storm And the music was good and the music was loud Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.